Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast, where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Y'all, I can't wait for you to meet this incredible girl who I get to call friend. She is truly one of the sweetest and wisest person I know, and I tell her all the time that she does everything with so much grace. Hannah Bro is with us today, and we talk about everything from how to launch a business and a church to when do we actually need to wear Spanx. And just so you know, it's usually all the time. Hannah is one of those girls that everything she touches turns to gold, and today she is sharing some of that gold with us. We chat about the upcoming launch of her and her husband's church and all the things she's learned along the way about being in ministry. Then, as the owner of her own marketing business, we dive deep into the first steps you should know when launching a business. So really, you are getting two shows in one here with lots of laughs in between. Dreaming big comes naturally to Hannah, and from early childhood, she knew ministry would become her life's work. Her entrepreneurial spirit and gift to build has translated not only to ministry as a church planter of the City Church, but also as co-founder of a boutique marketing company, Spark. Hannah's eye for professionalism, innovation, and creativity is combined with passion to see others soar with success utilizing an approach of intention, a smile, and a little spark, ultimately striving to maintain a philosophy of people matter most. Y'all get ready for some laughs and real girl talk with my friend, Hannah Bro. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Heather. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So you have to say that you're here. I am. That And you're do any day now with baby number two any day we're just hoping it doesn't come right now it could and i would take it i would would, don't do that (laughs) i would drive you to the hospital thank you but you never know when this airs we were just saying in a week i know you might have a baby i might i hope i do by then that would be amazing i'm done what if you have the baby on launch day of the podcast oh that would be cool Because that's what you've always dreamed of, I'm sure. Yeah, that would be a prophecy fulfilled. (laughs) Right. Always wanted to have the baby on the podcast launch day. Yeah. Okay, so tell everybody, this is baby number two, and a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, my husband and I are expecting our second baby. Second boy. Yeah, second boy. We'll have two little boys under two. Um, they'll be 18 months That's apart. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. Bananas. Um, I don't know what we were thinking. Being pregnant with a little toddler is very difficult. Yeah. I think. I bit off a little more than I could chew. <laughs> but God's grace is sufficient. And <laughs> we're hanging in there. Um, yeah. And we also are church planters. And our church is under construction right now, physical construction, ah. um, and, you know, all yeah. the parallels to that. But, yeah, and so we'll do a grand opening in September of our mm. building. We have a permanent space and to launch our church, which 
God is so faithful because yeah. that is not um, the traditional route, but yeah. we believe that that's what God called us to do. So I love it. That's what we're doing. I okay. So tell everybody what the name of your church is. The City Church. I love that. Thank you. And I well, you know, of course, we're all about dreams. Yeah. I remember you talking about this when you first started volunteering for Create a Woman. Yeah. And to see it all come true has been so beautiful to watch. It's been a long time coming mm-hmm. in in our hearts and even in the actual launch process. And I know we'll talk about that more no, later. No, keep going. Let's, um, I mean, we're there. Let's go. Yeah. So it's, okay, it's been a long time coming. And Ross and I's dream has always to be in vocational ministry. And we knew that before. We were both in vocational ministry mm-hmm. when we met um, and got engaged and all of that. And then we took some time after we got married to kind of learn the whole newlywed process. Yeah. And we met. Yeah. It it was, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, it, we're, we're thankful that we did that to kind of define what, who we were as a couple, Mm -hmm. um, because we both had these two separate identities that we needed Mm. to kind of merge together. I lived in Houston in West Houston area and he lived in Louisiana. And how did y'all pick Austin? Um, that's Ross. He grew graduated. Up here. Yeah, okay. he grew up here for most of his life. He was born here in Austin. Um, and his parents, he's a third generation pastor. Um, so wow. I know, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So then he moved back here for uh, his parents traveled a little bit for ministry to go pastor at different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they moved back to Austin and Ross graduated from Lake Travis and he tells this story of driving around in Lakeway yeah. and as a teenager and looking at different buildings and saying, that would be a great place for a church. No that way. would be a great place for a church. So he knew early. He did. And he knew, he knew early where he would plant a church. Really? Yeah. He knew that he would come back to Lakeway and start a church. That's amazing. And so here we are. He just had to find someone like you. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough life living out in Lakeway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> someone's got to do it. Someone, you know. I mean, There's some, people there, too. Everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. Even people that like to live on the lake. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I, mean I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> so y'all been married for how long? Almost eight years. It'll be eight years this fall. Mm. And we waited a very long time. We waited six years, six and a half years to have kids. Wow. Intentionally. That's really good. Yeah. It was good for us. Yeah. That's what we wanted to do. We waited five, almost five years too. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, it was healthy for us and what we wanted and what we needed. And we, we really wanted to take some time to build a foundation as a couple Mm -hmm. um, before we started to have kids. And we did. Yeah. Y'all are a great couple. Thank you. Like, y'all just go so well together. Every time we're around y'all, y'all just banter so well together. He's a lot of fun. He is a lot of fun. He is. And I love to see the dynamic between the two of you because we balance each other so well. We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is definitely an extrovert and so much fun and just like such a social Mm -hmm. butterfly and such a visionary Mm -hmm. and loves to He's constantly dreaming about anything (laughs) and everything and the next this and the next that. And I appreciate that about him because mm-hmm. I am a realist. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, that's an amazing dream. How do we accomplish it? Yes. So I love that. I that works well for us because it does. he encourages me to dream bigger, and mm. I 
encourage him on how to apply practical steps to make those dreams yeah. happen. That's why you and I are such good friends. Too. Yeah. <laughs> You did the same thing for me, too. You're like, that's great. Yeah. And I want to support you. And I believe that. I believe it's great. Yes. (laughs) I think that's where we all identify what our strengths and weaknesses are and and embrace our strengths and say, okay, these are my weaknesses. Let me be able to be wise enough to listen to other people. And you, you guys do that for each other. And you've done it for me so many times. Thanks. So. Well, you too. I mean, you've definitely seen things in me that I didn't see Aww. in myself. And so I really appreciate well, your friendship. I too. Well, yeah. that's even interesting itself. Like It let's, is. Let's, tell, let's talk about that for a minute, how we okay. met. We met casually. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Friend of a friend. Yeah. A couple of times. Like yeah. just here and there at different mm-hmm. events or... Um, one, you were like emceeing a fashion show, and then I came to a fashion show. Um, of course, it was all about fashion. It was all about fashion. And, which I love. That's so Heather. Um, <laughs> I got to meet you in your natural element. Yeah. As and, I sit here during the summer with my croc flip-flops and jean shorts. I know. But well, that's, I'm nine I'm in months mom pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you look beautiful. You always do. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, so we met through a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. um, just casually, and yeah. um, I would see all of the stuff. I attended one of the Creative Woman Style Speaks events, yeah, and I loved it. I thought it Which was. Which we so- have a picture of you, a couple of them. When I went back, really, and looked at pictures, like just yeah. the past year or so, you know that you've been mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, look, that's a picture of Hannah right there. How weird, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but then um, fast forward a few years. Yeah, and I would see all of this stuff that you were doing, yeah. and I thought it was so amazing. And um, and you had pr- posted about a lunch and learn, I think it was, and I really wanted to go, and yeah. I just could not get my schedule to line up with mm-hmm. work and family, and I just couldn't get yeah. it in line. And I was like, man, and I remember thinking, like, me, I missed it. Yeah, like I missed that opportunity. And just feeling a little bummed about it. Like, Mm -hmm. man, God, I really wanted to be a part of that. And I missed it. And because our God is so good and so gracious and our steps are so ordered that he doesn't allow us to miss things when they're part of his design, you Mm. know? So I think it was like a couple days or weeks late, like a week or two later maybe, that you messaged me on Facebook and... I did. I said, I think there's a place for you. Can we have coffee? And I didn't know you that well. Yeah. But you were on my mind. And uh, I had behind the scenes, and my prayer time had been praying over this new thing we were launching, Gather Her. Yeah. And looking for leaders within the current team and and um, and, and just friends. And your name kept, I kept writing down your name. I'm like, I don't know her. Yeah. So <laughs> I know well enough to say, you know. Right. But when we finally scheduled a meeting, a coffee date, which was a couple weeks later, um, I knew walking in that you were supposed to be the leader. And I was so nervous to ask yeah. you that. So I, I gave you a plan B, an yeah. option B, so yeah. I wouldn't freak you out. <laughs> like, this is a lot. And then here's another piece. Right, yeah. Just in case. But I knew you were supposed to be the leader. And, um, and it was just been a sweet, sweet journey and yeah. of how... Just through that, not only did you help build something spectacular, but we became such good friends, and now I feel yeah. like we've been friends for life. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. That's so special, and I'm so thankful. And it was also at that meeting that I that you said, I have to tell you, 
that we're also launching a church. Yeah, because I didn't know what that, that was always, um, Ross and I always wanted to be very transparent. Whenever we were presented with a ministry opportunity Mm -hmm. or anything like, hey, just so you know, because we are not poachers of people. We believe that, um, you know, God places Mm -hmm. people in the body as he sees fit. And so I'm not going to, um, I, I wanted you to know that I don't have, yeah. a hidden agenda or I'm yes. not doing this That's in so order yep. to benefit my life. Like just so you know, we're planting a church. A lot of my time is here. A lot of my energy is here, but this mm-hmm. is like a fact of life. Right. And so, um, is that okay? Do you mm-hmm. respect that? Because at that time, creative woman was still kind of in the transition yeah. of, um, what does this look like? Yeah. You know? We didn't know. Right. So. And now we like, I think we always were at least we knew that everybody involved was from different churches. Right. And so to me, that was a, that part was fine. Yeah. But what was cool is that the commitment we went, we knew two years, but went year by year. Yeah. And really, and by God's grace and design, I think, is that the real ramp up for your church started after yeah. your two year commitment was up. It I was know. like, I felt like, and we talked about this often, how it was almost. A, a, a networking and a new step for you before mm-hmm. and yeah, how you could meet sure. people and and just build relationships with yeah. people. Yeah, it's been beautiful. It has. So you're launching the church and we'll get into part two. We'll have this part one, part two, like yeah. before the commercial, after the commercial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about church first okay. and then we'll come back to that business how-to. Yeah. I feel like we, we're, we're, we're going for it. Okay. We're already on a roll. Okay. So tell us, because I feel like we... You know, there's so many people that say, oh, I want to launch a church and, or even just dreams. And so they just jump in. Yeah. But you guys in the midst of this first are both working. Right. So you have your own company. Ross was working at another company. You were launching your church and volunteering. Yeah. So always doing a lot, but you strategically had a plan. And I, so tell us about that. Cause I know that people want to hear, I think we get we get lost in the plans. Yeah, well, and I think it goes back to that I I'm very methodical, mm-hmm. and so I think that. And I, let me say this: it took much longer than we expected. Mm. So we did not expect to just now be launching a church. We expected yeah. to be launching a church a year or two ago, yeah. um, if not even sooner than that. Yeah. Does it always happen that way, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, but you have to stay the course because mm-hmm. you get discouraged or you lose that steam, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's something that people are just like, I just don't have the time. And they just shelf it all together. Oh. And instead of shelf, like, you just have to continue to chip away at that dream. Um, because we got a lot of, a lot of opportunities in several different ways. So some opportunities, sorry, I'm going to pause this for just a second. We can cut that out. Um, (laughs) Technology. I know. I need to put it on quiet. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, So yeah, we had a lot of different opportunities. Some were good and some were challenging. So some opportunities along the way were, hey, will you come lead this ministry? Mm. Will you come interim pastor for this church will you oh, come wow. do this I didn't know that yeah and so then you're kind of like well god is this you is this mm-hmm. our route um but then ross was always so good at you know this is an opportunity but mm-hmm. 
this isn't what I'm called to do. Like, Uh I know what God's placed in my heart, and so we got to keep going. And then whenever we made the move out to Lakeway and started looking for a location, we had so many doors slam in our face Mm. that we were just like, okay, God, we're going to trust you. You know, there were such limited um, spaces and availability, and we were just so kind of frustrated with the Mm -hmm. process. Um, And we had been approved to launch our church through an organization that was mentoring us, and we had all of our ducks in a row, so to speak. Yeah. Um, That's what I've admired the whole time, is that you haven't launched out solo without having a covering in wisdom that you've, you've searched for, asked for, and submitted to. Well, and I think that... Um, as far as the church goes, mm-hmm. specifically, because we're talking about church, that things can get a... You want God's blessing on God's yeah. house. Mm-hmm. You want God's blessing on everything you do, right? But when it comes to the sacredness of being trusted with shepherding and pastoring people's souls and their um. families, um, it for us, it takes it to a different level of accountability. Mm. And so we wanted to make sure that this was not Ross and Hannah's. This is the Lord builds his house Mm -hmm. or the labor's labor in vain. And so we wanted to make sure that this was not, that this would outlive us, you know, Mm. that this would be a legacy that wouldn't be attached to our names, but it would be attached to the community and the hearts of the people that attend. That's beautiful. Thanks. So you see this being a church plant that goes on for generations. Yeah, for sure. Wow. For sure. Like our, we pray that one of our little boys will oh. pastor our church and that, you know, our kids will yeah. grow up and get married there. And, mm. and you see that happening yeah. in so many different churches. And I think that's beautiful because one church is not better than the other. We all need it. You know, there's, you know, enough for everybody and, I love that through generations, people are being brought up. Yeah. That's beautiful. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well. So, and what you didn't know two years ago is that you would start with a building. Yes. That's amazing. That is crazy, actually. Um, And I know we kind of took a long way to get there. And that's my fault for just rambling. No, it's okay. No. But, (laughs) yes. So, we looked at several temporary locations a big thing right now among church plants is being portable. Mm-hmm. Set up and tear down. You know, you can start a church yeah. pretty much anywhere. Well, there wasn't um, there wasn't a space that fit all of the criterias mm-hmm. for us. So we either loved the space and it was really expensive and we were told, no, sorry, mm-hmm. we're not comfortable having a church for that long or we're not really sure how that'll be received or the places that were we were invited weren't like pretty much I was like I wouldn't go to church here got it yeah I wouldn't feel comfortable with my two little kids right taking dropping them off at nursery and Mm -hmm. going to church here there was just so many other distractions so it was either too good or not quite the right fit for us so we were like, you know, we're just going to keep going. We're just keep going. And then Ross being the dreamer that he is mm-hmm. was like, you know, let's, let me, let me start looking at buildings. Like, I feel like there might be 
another another route. Mm-hmm. And so we started looking at permanent spaces. And so he we partnered with an amazing realtor that has experience with ministries and they helped us and we had people come out that have done portable churches for years they've done permanent churches and they would come and say they could see things that we couldn't see wow and they would say this can work because or no this Mm. can't work because um and we found this retail shop that was just like this little fabric store and we were, and Ross w- walked in and was like this is it no and I've walked in and I'm like this is a fabric store <laughs> like I need you to draw it on paper like I need to see what yes, you see there's the, the analytical yeah. side yes. yes I'm like okay so map it like show me, <laughs> show a me your dream what yeah. are you seeing in your head put that on paper <laughs> yeah because I walk in and I'm like what and so yeah, and and even throughout that process, we were challenged by a liquor store to that another store wanted the same space, the retail space, mm-hmm. and they were offering more money. And of course, we are church planters. Our yeah. church has no financial history. Yeah. Our church has no um, credit, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's just Ross and yeah. <laughs> they were like, okay. You know. um, we have a promise. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and they were very competitive, but what is amazing about how God works was the landlord, the owner of the company, of the whole plaza, said, you know, I gave them my word, Mm. and if you guys want it, it's yours. Wow. And we were like, we want it. And he was like, okay, well, it's time to close, and we're like, okay, we need some money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But even then, like, there's just so many miracles along the way. And I believe what has been so cool, actually, to see since then in just a couple of months that we've closed is it has inspired other church planters that we know Mm -hmm. within the organization that we're a part of and even that within just in general and even churches within the Austin area that are portable it's inspired them wow. to look for something a little more permanent. And they've reached mm-hmm. out to us and said, hey, how did you do this? Wow. Or, hey, what made you think to do that? And what's so funny is sometimes when you're going through that process, people are like, no, don't do that. That's too mm-hmm. hard. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Like, are you sure? I don't know if that's going to work. That's a big commitment. Girl. I, I mean, it's crazy, yeah. right? I mean, and then whenever you go for it and you're obedient and you just trust, like, God, you've got this. And you, this is your dream, and I'm just a carrier of the vision. Like, I'm just a steward of this. And so once you follow through with that, it's amazing how you pioneer the path for other people to dream too. Yeah. So it's been really it's been really special to see. So Y'all become dream launchers. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. For so many. And I think that's so true, and that's why I got so excited. I, I, you know, when you my face lit up because... It is when you're going, you have to go through the process and yeah. there's so many naysayers and that's why you surround yourself with wisdom of people that will give you wisdom to keep going, but also like, hold up, this building won't work because mm-hmm. of this. So they're telling you the truth, but also the cheerleaders too. And knowing who those people are, I think you guys did a great job of surrounding yourself with those type of people and stayed the course. And it's just been beautiful to watch it all unfold. And Well, and it's, it's 
really, I would say it's really important to listen to the voices that have your best interest in mind. Because some people want to give you advice just because they feel like they have the experience or the Mm. expertise Mm -hmm. or they're just opinionated and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But when you listen to counsel that has walked where you've walked and they've come out the other side and they are, I don't want to say successful, but they have achieved yeah. what you want to achieve, you know? So, and they're thriving and they're using their gifts and they are honoring God. Um, those are the people that you want to listen to that yeah. have your best interest in mind. Like, Hey, you know, this isn't going to work because there's not enough parking or there's only mm. one adult restroom. Things that you don't, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. because it's ugly or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Everybody will be in line during service. Right. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Well, way to go. I'm. When do you launch? September what? So our grand opening is September 15th. Um, and we were even up at the church last night. We go by there yeah, all the time. As you should. I mean, we're just so excited. And they're painting, and we had water fountains installed. Wow. And just, like, we get excited over yeah. every small thing. Like, this is our water fountain. This is yeah, our children's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, that wall's gray. It's so beautiful. You know? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the prettiest gray you've yeah. ever seen? And so- <laughs> I love it. Don't you think that maybe if it would have happened three years ago... Like the hard, the hard work just makes it all the more sweeter. It does, yeah, for sure. If it would have happened, um, we would have been grateful, even if it happened. Like yeah. you know, but I think sometimes just the blood, sweat, and tears just makes it all the more beautiful. Well, and what's really funny is like we would go to these trainings or these conferences, and we would hear people tell these struggle stories, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Somehow, Ross and I thought, like, we would be exempt, right? (laughs) We were like, that's not going to happen to us. We have favor. Yeah, like, you do. You get a little bit, like, a little righteous. And you're like, oh, the favor of God. You know, he's gone before us. And we hear the voice of the Lord. And they must not be here now. They're having all those problems. <laughs> that spiritual warfare, like we, you know, and you just get all into it. But it's so funny because, I mean, it's Romans eight twenty eight, right? Like mm-hmm. God can turn and make it good. So good. And use it for our good and mm-hmm. his glory. So, I mean, it's definitely sharpened our vision. Oh. It's sharpened our, um, our identity of who we are. Yeah. And who we want to be as a church and the church that we see. Um, and it's not the church that everyone has on paper, you know, yeah. or it's not, it didn't come out of luck or, no. you know, goodwill. It came out of hard work and weathering yeah. the storm sometimes. So, well, y'all have done it with so much grace. Oh, thanks. You really have. And it's been beautiful to watch. And I've loved cheering you on. And I can't wait for September 15th because I will be there. Thank you. Hopefully. Everyone listening will be there yes, too. They live in Austin. Yes, yes. Please. We're gonna pack that place out. Yes, we're yeah. so, and we're launching with two services. Oh, we are. Yeah, because of the the structure and the capacity of our space oh. and the mm-hmm. children's spaces. I see. We're launching yeah. with two services. Yeah. So pack we're, it up. we're what excited. Times? What times? 
Um, we're still determining okay. that, but it'll probably be like a nine we'll, thirty and eleven. We'll just follow you on yeah, the social media website, yeah, and you'll let us sure. know. It'll it'll yeah. definitely be there. <laughs> yeah. well, what I love that during this process is what I think is so true. You talked about not abandoning the dream, and that as you pursued the dream, you guys still held down jobs. Yeah. And you have your own company. And so I want us to kind of transition a little bit to that. Yeah. Because the company that you have is Spark Media. Mm-hmm. And it's all about social media and marketing. And you've helped businesses. And you are just so smart when it comes to all of that. And so let's talk about that. Don't you just love Hannah? She's the best, and there's still more to come as we are about to take a sharp turn to how to launch a business and the first steps you should take. But first, I want to personally invite you to our June Gather Her event, where I will be the monthly speaker. I would love to meet you face-to-face, hear your stories, and get some girl talk in. I'll be sharing how faith and fashion actually go together and how it all comes back to the Proverbs 31 woman. Sounds crazy, right? We'll also do a fun activity together during our Girl Talk time where you just might discover some things about yourself you never knew. Also, I can't forget to tell you about this amazing opportunity. Each month at Gather Her, we always invite other women-owned businesses and companies who believe in our mission to be our monthly sponsors. Just like our June sponsor, Alma Boutique, who will be at Gather Her as our fashion partner. We would love to be a part of the personal dream God has given you, and we invite you to be a part of the corporate dream God has given us. Y'all, it's so easy, and it's how we are able to invite women all over the Austin area for free to hear about Jesus and meet other women just like us who are learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. So if you'd like to be on the podcast, meet some super cool women, and share your business, then visit us at createdwoman.net backslash give and let's chat. To stay in the know about all these things and more, sign up for our newsletter at createdwoman.net and when you do, you'll get a free gift plus get our weekly devotionals right in your inbox. Okay, that's all for now. Back to our show with Hannah Bro. Okay, let's talk about it. So when we were at Sal Speaks, yeah. you were one of our mentors, which mm-hmm. by the way, if people, if we haven't said it yet, I don't, I, I'm sure we have, you were our Gather Her leader for two years. Yes. And now you're on the board. Yeah. And you chair over social media and church outreach. I don't know yeah. how that became. That's crazy. It's crazy that that's what you, you know? chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at Sal Speaks, you're one of our mentors and you got, we all the mentors got interesting questions. Yeah. And, we, and that's how we even launched the series of How To. It's because we realize we are really good at cheering people on with their dreams and helping them go through healing. and But then when they say yes to the dream, then what? Yeah. So you got some really good questions. So I just want to go over those. I did. I did yeah. get some good questions. And they're, they, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because you do. Sometimes you feel stuck. Like you have this dream and you're like, okay, now what? Right. And it's like, well, first of all, there is this, you know, really important person called Uncle Sam. And <laughs> it, <laughs> that's yeah. super important when you're doing business. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, you yeah. can 
Because you can have all the favor of God you want. You can, but you still got to file your taxes <laughs> and be recognized as a legal entity. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's still... Yeah. You have to obey the laws of the land and the laws of doing business if you mm-hmm. want to be taken seriously. Yes. Right. Like this, I feel as, as Christians, yeah. we should be the ones that are leading the way in Yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. And you want to be a good example, and you want to put the work in first. And so yeah. if that takes a little bit of time... Um, Put the work in first and don't try to play catch up later because it's so much more difficult to get Mm -hmm. organized Mm -hmm. um, and to make sure that you don't owe things that when you're trying to generate revenue, you want to make sure that, you know, you're taking care of all of those things. So anyway, um, yeah, we got some good questions. So let's tackle one at a time. Okay. So basically, so we have three questions here. How do you become a legal entity? How do you create a launch budget? And what's your first step? Basically, where did you begin? So maybe we should begin there first. Okay. So you have this business idea, and we'll just keep it general. Yeah. Okay. So say you have a business idea, and maybe you've been freelancing on the side. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, you are a sole proprietor. So you're mm-hmm. Heather, and I'm Hannah, doing business yep. as whatever. Yep. Um. So first, you may just be taking cash payments or whatever, you know, because you're just helping your friend out. You're writing a nutrition plan or whatever. (laughs) You're bartering. You know, a ton of people barter. I love bartering, too. (laughs) Um, It's like a trade secret. (laughs) I'll give you this water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or I'll give you this product or service if you help me create these graphics or Mm -hmm. build my website or whatever. So first, you kind of, you have that route. So... But at some point, you want to name or define your business. Yes. And you do that by researching is the business name that you have available. You know, so many people forget that. Yeah. Like, this is my business name. I'm like, no, it's not. It's somebody else's. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so you have to research the name that you want to do business as. And how do you do that? You go to your county tax office and tell them, like, this is... So, I'm sure you can do it online also, um, because Google is Google. Yes. But for the actual legal name that you're going to file, you do have to go to the tax Mm -hmm. office, and you say, okay, I'm going to file my name as ABC Building. Yep. And so, then they have to look it up and make sure that in their records, there's Mm -hmm. not already... An individual or a company or a corporation that is doing business under that same name. Yeah. So that's smart. really <laughs> super smart. <laughs> so if you haven't done that before, push pause. Push pause. <laughs> if you're generating income <laughs> under a name, yes. Um, I've known two people that had to like switch, and one that started yeah. getting sued. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's serious. It's serious because business. Because the government will hold that company accountable for your revenue mm-hmm. if you're, in, like, if you're wow. doing business as their name, and so there's like this floating money, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, somebody's got to pay taxes on this." Ooh. Um, good to know. So, <laughs> we dropped the mic right there for a lot of people. <laughs> so yeah, it, it gets a little messy. Um, so yeah, you want to make sure that that name is available. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that. And then you register the name, and you register the address that you're doing business as. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a home office or 
um, if you have a space or whatever that looks like, um, because you'll also pay in most counties, you'll pay property tax based on the square footage of the area that you're operating mm -hmm. out of. So you want to <laughs> you want to make sure that you're set up to succeed. Yeah. Um, and that you're doing it with integrity because you don't want to do sketchy right. business. No, you right? don't. Like you don't, you don't. If you are going to say you're going to tithe off of your income, but you're not even registered and you're not mm. paying your taxes, like you're not really being salt and light in the workplace. Oh. You know? So. <laughs> and nobody likes to so pay Grace taxes. So Grace doesn't cover all that? I mean, <laughs> forgiveness. There is forgiveness. There is forgiveness, but so, there's still consequences. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Pay yeah. now or pay later. Yeah. So, I mean, you might as well. And it's not even that expensive. No, it's It really not. isn't. It really isn't. So don't be intimidated by the cost because no. it's not. Startup costs are minimal. Yeah. Um, so, Which is surprising. Yeah. That's something... You know, like I did create a woman years ago. And yeah. so now coming back to the business side, it, it's been seven or eight years. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so going through that process again, I was like, oh, this is not. It's really not that bad. Yeah. You just and forget. Then, yeah. It seems daunting, but it's really right. not. Right. Well, and so then once you have your legal name and your certificate and you've registered your address, well, then you will go and open a bank account. Mm -hmm. So you open a bank account with that certificate. That way you can have... Um, all of your revenue will be sent to that bank account. You can have checks if you need checks. If you want to use the square, you can use the square. You know, so yeah. you can accept money from people once you have that bank account and it not get messy. Yes. So that was very good. Yeah. And I just have to add, if you're not good with money, like it's not my gift and talent. Yeah. I have an accountant who For I trust sure. and I love. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Same. I mean, we. Have somebody that reconciles our books, um, mm -hmm. and... So you can do what you do. Yeah. 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 So that's the first step. Yes. Which is all the legal stuff behind the scenes before you get to the shiny and pretty. Right. And I think, you know, a lot of people are, when they are entrepreneurs, they like the shiny and the pretty first. They want to go create the logo first. Yeah. Which really is backwards, because what if your name is taken? Exactly. So do all your back <laughs> It's so true. Oh, my God. <laughs> then you're paying a marketing person to create your logo... Well, and, and then have to do it again. Well, yeah, and what if that yeah. domain listing isn't available? Right, right. Or, Which I think is the easiest way to research first. Yeah. So if the domain's not, if the domain's taken, then you don't have to go to the city because you already know that somebody has it. Yeah, somebody. Somewhere. Well, if they've registered it. Right. And oh, if they you could have, check it out. Yeah, you, you could check it. on some names. I know. <laughs> and take it from there. Somebody yeah. could just be... Yeah. You know, side hustling, which is great. But if yeah. you want to be taken seriously as a business, yes, um, then there to, are some right. extra steps that you want That's to take. Good. So we did all the paperwork, all the behind yeah. the scenes, which really only takes a little bit. Like I a day. Like a, yeah. I mean, if you can take a day. Yes. You might have to wait for the paperwork to come in. Yeah. But it's quick. But they'll give you like a temporary certificate mm -hmm. and you can go to the bank and, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's totally possible. Like, take a day and... Do your legal stuff, and yeah. then you'll feel good, yes. and you'll feel confident, mm -hmm. and you feel it, like you own something. Yeah, and yeah. you you feel confident in the creative process. That's a little more fun and shiny. Yes. So, what comes first after that? The launch budget or the marketing? Um, that's a really good question. So they kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So, within your startup budget, mm -hmm. you will have a percentage that will be designated to marketing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so depending on the type of business that you're opening, if you're operating from home or if you're opening a brick and mortar or a storefront, um, you might have a little more overhead and you might have to you know, explore the small business loan process if you don't have a private investor or if you're not personally backing mm-hmm. your business. Um, so yeah, within your budgets and your plannings, you'll have a percentage that is saved for marketing. But we like to tell people that the web, your website probably comes next mm-hmm. in most cases um, because while your building's being built or you need a place to capture information, oh. to distribute information, um, and you could even have like an online shop if you needed yeah. an online shop while your building's being built. Or if you're a nonprofit, you can have a place where people can make donations and contributions yeah. while you're launching and building yeah. and creating. So that's really good. Yeah. So I would say your website's next, but even before social media, because if you have a social media page, but you don't have somewhere to drive that traffic, Mm -hmm. then you just have, you're spinning your wheels. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you're just kind of like a vapor. You're just a presence Mm -hmm. that's really there. That's not tangible. Mm -hmm. People can't really grab and shop and be directed. That's really good. So, okay. So we got do the work, the paperwork, do your budget. And your website really at the same time. At least yeah. a, pay, a landing page, right? Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be like five pages of right. stories. and Right, but have an email address attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, because if people are interested in partnering with you or interested in learning about your services, mm-hmm. you want to set up an email address. So a website landing, it can be a single yep. page with um, an email address attached to it. Awesome. Okay. So then, what's next? So then it's kind of when you get to have a little more fun with it. So you can create, um, you know, if you want to have physical, tangible business cards or mm-hmm. postcards or um, apparel, you know, then you can kind of create your product yeah, or continue to create your product yeah. if you don't have an inventory um, and really start to showcase it and have a little more fun and do trade shows if that's the route that yeah. you want to go. But you can't go to a trade show if you don't have a bank account that isn't separated from your personal account, yeah. right? Because yeah. then the receipt says, oh, Hannah Bro, you know? Yeah. So what do you say to that person that might be like already in their business right now, yeah. their little side hustle, side business, whatever it is for them, this might be like their dream business, Yeah. and they haven't done those things yet, and they're hearing this for the first time because yeah. they were ambitious and just went for it. What do you say? What do they do? I would say press pause mm-hmm. and go make a change really quickly. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be glad that you did. So just press pause and restructure. Take a Saturday or a Monday. Banks are open on Saturdays. So, you know, like take yeah. whatever you need to get that sorted out. Mm-hmm. What have you seen from the clients that you've worked with? Because you've worked with some really, really big clients. What have you seen as being the biggest mistake and the biggest win? Mm, that's a good question. Um, the biggest mistake, and I still battle with this. I'm going to write this one down. Is selling myself short. The biggest mistake is offering too many um, free services or discounted services Mm. or throwing in too many 
things. Um, yeah, I would say not believing in my own value. Yes. Has been the biggest mistake. And I still battle with that constantly. That's really good. Because you're so smart. I would think that you know, like, everybody is. But I, but I would, like, me hearing that from you is like, of course you have all of this to offer and more. Yeah, but sometimes. we're human. Yeah, sometimes you want to, and sometimes it doesn't always come from a generous place. Sometimes it Mm. comes from a place of fear. Um, so sometimes it is like, oh, I love you. I'd be happy to do this for you. Don't worry about it. And sometimes it comes from, oh, don't worry about it. I'll throw it in for free out of fear of losing that client or losing that relationship. That is really good. And so you kind of, I have to check my heart. Like, where is this? Is this coming from a place of fear? Is this coming from a place of, um, or is it coming from a sincere place of generosity? Wow. Because you do have, I think, in business, have to have a little bit of generosity. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I I personally have to make sure yeah. that it's coming and from you, a healthy place. Do you see that from a lot of other clients, too, that you're working with? Like, when you're offering their ser- your services or you are there, they've hired you. Yeah. Do you see that as being their mistake, too? So, there's one person that we worked with recently that's amazing Mm -hmm. like she is brilliant and well established um she is like a big wig for an organization and just rubs shoulders with all of these super famous people like she's amazing oh wow and she I told her oh no don't worry about it because I really meant that Mm -hmm. and I was like no it's no big deal and she looked me in the eye and said stop giving things for free and she said, Hannah, we have a budget. We have these expenses. Someone's going to charge us, so it might as well be you. Oh. And so she, so, and I respected her for that because she is educated, intelligent, successful, and kind. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. took that moment to teach me mm. that, you know, these businesses, they are prepared to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And the amount that they want to invest, and sometimes you take it case by case. Like if they're doing a startup, then you may have a different plan of action. Yeah. But if it's an established business, then they should have some type of budget to accommodate yeah. your services. Yeah. That's really good. If they want to take you seriously yeah. and not take advantage of you. Right. Because once you start, it's a snowball effect. It is. Yeah. So what is the biggest win that you that you have done and that you've seen other businesses do? The biggest win, um, I would say the biggest win is staying teachable. Mm. Like if we're talking about characteristics, that the biggest win would be to stay teachable. We have never arrived. We're all still learning in some way. And even mm. though, you know, we've had crazy favor to be able to support some really amazing industries and projects that was not by our doing at all but it's to remain teachable like okay so that was a project but that doesn't define me Mm. like I still have work to do I mean I'm still young and have life to live and if I peak right there then what am I doing <laughs> yeah. you know yeah so I would say to remain teachable and that mm-hmm. successful businesses are light on their feet oh like that's you good. have to be light on your feet if you think 
that, I mean, you can look around and you can see fashion trends changing. You see um, IT trends changing. Like mm-hmm. there are so many things that change. One of the only constants is change. And so you have to stay light on your feet. What worked last year or two years ago may not work anymore. Or it may not be mm-hmm. as effective as a new approach. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, so as we wrap up, you've given us a lot of nuggets. <laughs> For those that are listening, whether they're launching a church, and you might have already said it, but those launching a church or launching a business, what is the one piece that you say, if you haven't heard anything else, hear this? I would say stay the course. If you mm-hmm. haven't heard anything else, stay the course. Mm-hmm. And don't take the time that it needs to take to get it done right. So if it's a business, take the time to get it set up for success. If it's a church, take the time to to do something that you're proud of. Mm-hmm. And some people, and there's a fun saying that we all know, you know, about going ugly early. And I think yeah. that's great to get people out of their comfort zone and take mm-hmm. that first step. I think that's amazing. But there's also something to be said about being um, a little bit more patient. And I think patience is something that we can all. Because in some things you can go early, some things. And some things you you can't. can't. Yeah, there are some things that you want to write a book, write a book. You know, get get your laptop out and start documenting those dreams and those desires. And you can do that. And then you can find a publisher or a product. If you want to develop a product or an idea, develop it. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do and get started and go for it. Yeah. And then there's also another area mm-hmm. of things that you really want to make sure yeah. that you've, so you good. know, crossed your T's and dotted your I's, so Make sure speak. we surround ourselves with people like you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay, we're going to have a little speed round. Okay. Of three questions. Okay. Which you, you might have already hit on this, too. Like, I don't even know what... Anyway. What is your next God, big God-sized dream? Besides, I mean, maybe it's just your baby, but you can yeah. have, maybe we can look two years down the road. Okay, two years down the road. Because <laughs> you're like, I just want to have this baby. Out. I know, right? <laughs> and the next, <laughs> my next dream is to deliver a healthy baby. <laughs> Which is real. Yeah. <laughs> so real. Um, so my next big God-sized dream that is such a good question, and I probably should have thought about it a little more beforehand. That's okay. <laughs> Would probably be to have a team of people that are committed mm-hmm. um, with the church that are just to have a healthy staff environment, mm-hmm. a healthy team environment of people that are running in their lane. Yep. Like in two years, I want to see a staff at our church that are running in their lane and using their gifts for the glory of God and that we are able to compensate them fairly. Wow. That would probably be my next God-sized That's dream. Awesome. And if someone's listening wants to be a part of that dream, what do they do? Shoot us an email or find us on social media. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we're always looking for people that want to use their gifts um, or their talents, or they may not even know it. They just know they yeah. want to do something bigger or more than what they're doing now. And we would love to coach them to find the right fit. That's awesome. Okay. Normally, besides pregnancy. Yeah. Or maybe let's just talk about pregnancy because there's a lot of pregnant women listening. 
What's your go-to fashion piece? Oh my gosh, when you're pregnant? <laughs> um, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm really thinking. Um, but I will. I'll say it anyway. Okay. So when you're pregnant, the best piece of fashion advice that I could give is support like I'm so serious get those Spanx or that shapewear or that belly band and you hold that stuff in tight because it is so uncomfortable that you do not want all of these like loosey goosey Grace and Lace, actually, her little team, oh, yes. like, every day. And they're so snug, mm-hmm. and they fit no matter what season of life you're in, yeah. but they just feel so good. Like, you just feel yeah. safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get it. That's great. And shapewear is great no matter what season of life Always you're good. in, so... <laughs> created to that this is so hard we're gonna this is gonna have to be edited have a baby right now until i know <laughs> that's all it is <laughs> we're gonna taylor's gonna hi taylor you're just gonna have to <laughs> cut this part out until i get it together um, okay i was created to This is so hard. Because your baby's due in five days. I know. We'll just we'll just put it in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you was, were created to do a lot of things. Yeah, I was yeah. created to be super. I mean, you just told us a lot of things, what we needed to do. Yeah. You were created to help people do all yeah, these things. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I'm, I was created to build others. Mm-hmm. And I think that whether that's their gifts, their talents, their businesses their families. I was created to help build. Yeah. You do a good job of that. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her and you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. 
I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.